Yo, let's talk about recognition and respect while I feast. The labels picking up the check, then I leave to catch my set. The audience never Yo, yo, yo. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Recognition and Respect with your boy Sneaky. Got my guest right here, Steven Martinez with a PH. <laughs> I was trying to Google you earlier and I couldn't couldn't find you. Now I know why. I was using the V the V E N. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Uh yeah, man. So let's just kick it off, get it started. I'm gonna ask you the same question I ask all my guests. Uh who are you and what do you do? And you could be as literal or metaphorical or symbolic as you want. Hey, so what's up everyone? Uh my name is Steven Martinez, uh aka the Mega Man from the Mega Man's podcast. Um, I have a podcast that features comedians, podcasters, inspiration people, uh, celebrities, athletes, um, you know, uh, people with small businesses, breweries, and some just people who are making a difference in this world. Dope. Yeah. And actually, I think it's, uh, have we ever met before? Like in person, mm-hmm. in real life? No, right? No, but I think of one of your fo- I think one of your friends follow me. Yeah, we actually have uh, a lot li- of friends in common, is what I'm noticing. I, I was going through your your uh, your vi- your episodes and seeing who some of your guests were, <laughs> and also like you know social media and stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, this is actually the first time I've ever had a podcaster on my show. Oh, really? Yeah, because usually you know i do like artists and bands and entrepreneurs and maybe they have a podcast on the side or they've been on a lot of podcasts or help out with a podcast or like host one but they're not strictly a podcaster you know so this is kind of a new experience right here yeah uh the reason why uh, a lot of us uh, podcasters uh we got to get our name out there uh, sometimes in a way there's some podcasters are kind of stuck in the pond and you need to get out of that pond and you need to do other people's podcasts to build your network and, and, and to get your name out there. Um, whatever uh, here in Cali, Minnesota, Washington or all over the world, you know. No, yeah, definitely. And that's um, so I'm coming at podcasting from the other direction. Like I'm an entertainer and I, I, I listened to your mm-hmm. show and I had never seen it um, expressed that way, like. informative versus entertainer you know like two different types of podcasts i never really thought of it oh yeah oh yeah so i'm more of an entertainer and i have an event company and so i try to use my podcast to promote the artists that i'm working with or Mm. the entrepreneurs that i'm involved with that i've met through entertainment industry or friends of friends and so i think it was either the end of last year or early this year right before this hit that i had actually tweeted or maybe I had said it that I wanted to get more podcasters on my show because mm-hmm. I felt like they are a new the new form of entertainment and they are like kind of the future of entertainment. And there are a lot of cool independent folks in my neighborhood, my area, like this southeast LA. I know you're mm-hmm. in Long Beach, but we'll get to that. And then uh, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to promote like all the folks, you know. And so I want to have more podcasters on. And ironically, Eddie was supposed to be my first guest but we never clicked up and then I, I heard why on yours and so um yeah man yeah. you're the first so welcome and thank you for being here and <laughs> it's an honor thank you really really uh thank you so much and uh you know uh for me doing a podcast you know um there was a person named Ramon from uh, Chicano Shuffle and you know I heard a podcast with him with uh 
No Father, No Problem, where he wanted to try to get a lot of Latino podcasts to kind of be there for each other as a family instead of being like crabs in a bucket, you know, where if one podcast, one Latino podcast is doing good, uh, we got to bring him down and stuff like that. So uh, what I'm trying to do is trying to do a lot of people's podcasts and, and try to network and try to get both our names out there where it's not about me. It's about both of us, you know. Yeah, and I think it, it really shows, especially because, like, as I was going through your your guests, it's like so-and-so from this podcast, so-and-so from this podcast, so-and-so from mm -hmm. this brewery. And it's really about highlighting what they're doing and how long they've been doing it. And so uh, you've been, you've been the fir your first episode goes back to October 2018. So this would be like... Actually, uh, September 28th, there was three episodes that you don't see. They're kind of missing because um, at the time um, I put some music out and for copyright reasons, uh, they just took they took out my uh, my episodes. So I, I'm missing three episodes. Got it. So like, yeah. So September 28th, that was the first time um, I started doing a podcast and I've been doing podcasts for about maybe what a year and seven months. Well, it's like almost about to be two years coming up soon, right? Yeah. September, October is going to be here before you know it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, what was the inspiration to start it? And like, I've, I, again, I, I haven't listened to all of them. I didn't do the deep dive that I would have yeah. hoped. But from what I've heard, there's definitely been like an evolution from how it started and kind of what it is now. And like you've even said in your own words, more maturity, more growth. You know, yeah. So, what what kicked off the mm -hmm. like the beginning of the podcast, and like what has it kind of become now? So let's go back. So where everyone should know about who was the first person to start doing podcasts. It wasn't really Joe Rogan. It was act as actually Adam Curry. Adam Curry was a VJ on MTV. So when Adam Curry started doing a podcast, and it trickled down back in the day of the websites with Tom Green, uh, he was doing it. And that's where Joe Rogan went to Tom Green's house and saw the inventions of Tom Green, what he was doing. And with the idea of what Joe Rogan saw with Tom Green, that's where he started doing the JRE podcast. So it's going to trickle down. So when JRE uh, started doing the podcast with Brian Redband, I was listening to them since day one. And when Brian left and had Jamie on, uh, there was a lot of people I was just binging on. So one episode... Uh, Joe Rogan invited his uh, comedian friend uh, George Perez from the from the George Perez podcast. Uh, they were in with a Death Squad, you know, in comedy stores and all that. So there was a, Joe Rogan likes to push a lot of people to do podcasts to get your name right out there in a the network. So when George when George wrote Joe Rogan and uh, told George Perez, "Hey, you should do a podcast," and he's like, "I don't know, I should do it." And at, at the time, George Perez was so he was funny. I just I just liked him. So a couple of weeks later, George Perez started the George Perez stories and I started binging at hearing all his episodes. He had at the time, I didn't even know who Felipe Esparza was. I did not know who Marty Moreno was. There was a lot of people we invited on and I was tagging him going to comedy shows until one day George Perez DM me on my Instagram said, hey, man, what are you doing on on a Monday? It says nothing. So I want you to be on my on my fiftieth episode as the best fan because you've been showing me so much love and everything. Oh, that's dope. So, so that was actually my first podcast I ever done on the George Perez. You can look it up on the fiftieth episode. So I was kind of nervous and everything, and you know, getting to the podcast, you know, 
Then a couple weeks later, a comedian, a famous comedian, Martin Rizzo, from uh, the podcast called Squat by the Bell, his uh, at the time he was on touring, his lady DM me and told me, hey, uh, my boyfriend wants you to be on the podcast. Are you down? I said, yeah, I'll do it. So I think he came back from tour and I did his podcast called Squat by the Bell. It was, it, it's on it. You'll find it. And um, after that, uh, he, uh, I have to give credit to Martin Rizzo because he was the one who actually got me to the podcast game. I did it by Anchor. And at the time, um, when he showed me for two days, I was trying to do whatever I can to play around with Anchor and try to do the podcast. What was my format? That was really in the baby stages. And my first in my first episode, it was an intro, but I messed it up. It was an intro and an episode one put together, but it was only for 35 minutes. And uh, it was like crappy. I didn't like it. But a lot of people were pushing me to do podcasts like George Perez, uh, Saeed Getty. Then all of a sudden, um, I've been following Felipe Esparza from the What's So Food podcast. He does it with Rodrigo Torres and his wife, Lisa. And that's when everything just blew up from there, where... Felipe Esparza on live on YouTube. Shout out to fucking Mega Man from the Mega Man's podcast. He's fucking do it. Follow him. And two days later, I have a hundred messages. People were listening to my episode, and I was like, "What the fuck do I do?" It's like it's, it's shitty. I was in the beginning doing from the podcast till now. I've been dealing with pressure. So ever since then, uh, I've been trying to in the in the beginning putting like a whole bunch of episodes out, but they were kind of crappy. So I didn't want people to know me as Mega Man. I want people to know me as Steven Martinez. So what I did is to start over to the podcast, I wanted to talk about my story from when I was little till now and the journey that I've been through. And so people can understand like about, you know, about Mega Man. And uh, ever since then, um, it's it's been a ride. Um, I, has, I had I've been my first celebrity guest I ever had was Tanya Estrada. Uh, then my second guest is Tony A. The Wizard. Uh, Tony of the Wizard has a, a humongous, humongous podcast called Rodium Radio, and he just reached over close to two million people who listen to it or whatsoever. Wait, what's it called? And he, uh, Rodium Radio Rody- podcast. What? How do you spell that? Oh, uh, Rodium, like you know that that Rodium over there in Gardena, where the the movies where you watch them, like the swap meet. Rodium. Rodium podcast. Rodium Radio Rodium. podcast. Cool. Yeah. So you He's been had getting- like. You already had like people paying attention and watching, so it must have been a little bit more stressful about the quality and the content and what you're trying to do and all that. Yeah, because um, I had a lot of connections. I knew a lot of famous people and stuff, and uh, you know, I it, it, I it's pressure because you want to make that episode like it's your fucking last, and if you're gonna make a good episode, you got to make it the good and. It's it, it was a lot of pressure, uh, Ryan, and uh, you know I learned from it. And uh, I was getting MC Poncho. I got Martin Moreno on the podcast. I had a lot of famous uh, comedians or podcasters. It's just it's just a whole bunch, and uh, it, you know I, I love it. You know, and a lot of people say um, you know you just got to keep on grinding on the podcast. And uh, I didn't find my rhythm until I reached about. 80 to maybe the 95th episode where I, fi- I started finding my format. Uh, but it takes a while to see. And, um, you know, you, it's, I always tell people like, don't do one podcast episode once a week, try to venture off and try to do other people's podcasts and do live small ones, big ones whatsoever, because it's all about the reps for 
you could take that jitterness and that nervousness out and you could be open and very more comfortable on the mic, you know? Oh, definitely. I mean, it's like anything that has to do with public speaking or interviews or being mm -hmm. in front of people, like the more reps, right? Comedy, mm -hmm. being in a band, whatever it is, like performance anxiety, like it's all about practice yeah. and... I mean, mm -hmm. you never really get over it. Like, even me, I've rocked hundreds of shows in front of lots of people, mm -hmm. and every time it's butterflies. And that it's like that what used to be anxiety, I've learned to turn into like energy and like, you know, positive, like, oh, mm -hmm. this is going to be fun type shit. But it's definitely a journey to like jump over that, you know, be to be very open and be able to just talk and, you know, know people are listening and not have it trip you up. Oh, yeah. And to me, doing the podcast, it's um, it's five times harder because, um, you know, I've been trying to dealt with it for the past 26 years because I have a huge stuttering problem. It, you might hear it from time to time, but I have to go to school for it. I have to watch videos. I have to hear tapes and audio and stuff. Honestly, and, um, I would never have known. I would did not. Yeah, yeah no, it's, that's incredible. Yeah. And it's really hard. And at, at the time, like you say, anxiety, I was going through that stuff, too. Um, I was dealing with depression. Um, I was very shy. I just, I didn't want to learn how to talk to people. I was, I was antisocial. And because of doing this podcast, Ryan, um, I learned so much and it, it made me have a lot of friends. It made me speak a lot. It made me socialize. It made me see a lot of points of views of what's going on in society. And also from doing other people's podcasts, um, it made me understand people, a lot of people's personalities. Actually, I wanted to touch on that because I felt like, and again, um, I did like a very shallow dive on your episodes and I was kind of like jumping around just trying to hear the tone and the pace and the topics. And it seemed like some of the early ones were more about like venting and almost like a form yeah. of therapy, like talk therapy, right? Where you're just kind of getting out mm -hmm. your history, your ideas, your feelings, kind of you're being introspective and kind of contemplating like hey alpha females and this is the shit that was happening when i was a child and and like you're kind mm -hmm. of like working through issues right so did you find it therapeutic in that way yes i did uh a lot of people say go see a counselor and this but for us doing podcasts we're venting we have to let our frustrations out we have to let it we have to take off the monkey on our back and uh, i remember uh joy cocodillas one time he said you know mega man fuck about your numbers you be you, even Felipe, even Martin, a lot of people, you be you, because people will know if you're faking the funk. People will know if your shit's not not real. People will know if like you're just putting a mask on and you're just being a character. So ever since ever since then and until now, I always been me. And uh, I want to be very honest. I want to be I'm very compassionate. I have a heart. I keep it real. Um, you know, and just everything because um, I, I, I'm just me for me. And I think a lot of people like me because I, I just call it how it is. It's funny you bring up that word character because you recently had a say, you recently had like a little rant about how mm -hmm. someone left you a bad review and they said it's just, you're yes. just a character. And you kind of mentioned a couple words that I wrote down that kind of stuck out to me. You're saying um, the podcast game. So that's one thing that I'm like, okay, what's the podcast game? Because I don't podcast like podcasters, even though I, you know, so what's the podcast game? And then you're talking about uh, podcasts are not easy and you have to have a thick skin and that mm -hmm. a lot of people liked you for the drama, but you grew out mm -hmm. of the drama. So 
What, yes. what did you uh, grow, expand on that a little bit? Because I'm curious about how all of that, like, you know, what were you, what were you addressing, and what does it mean? You know. So let's. There's topics like that. So let's start with uh, the podcast game. So when you hear a lot of people's podcasts, they go from Joe Rogan, Fighter and the Kid, uh, Adam Carolla, uh, Mike Catherwood from Loveline, and all that stuff. You're hearing a lot of people's podcasts and stuff, and what you're doing is you're you're getting knowledge from a lot, and and you have to do what you have to do to involve and be up to date because um, I don't watch TV that much, so my CNN is 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 podcast. So I listen to about ninety to maybe over a hundred, not not to be exaggerating, uh, a lot of episodes and stuff like that to see what's out there, you know, because of this quarantine, I want to see if there's different types of podcasts in LA, Florida, New York and everything. So, um, you know, you just, you have to be, you have to be up to par with everything of what's going on in society today. And, uh, for me saying like, you got to have thick skin is like, if people who are going to jump into the podcast game, excuse me, um, think about it for a month. And the reason why is because if you're going to be into the, if you're going to jump into the podcast game, you're putting your life out there. You're putting your life, and people want to know so and so. If you're, if, let's say, if who is Ryan all about? You know, when he's not doing podcasts, and that's why you have to let people know who you are. You know, and um, you have to be have super thick skin because you're going to have a lot of people who are going to love you. People are going to hate you. People are going to troll you, and a lot of people love the love, but they're not used to getting criticize or having a bad review or a comment and they just kills their whole fucking week so when you hear that episode where a person who said left a bad review saying that this guy is a liar this guy's a character uh he listens to joe rogan the fighter kid every he repeats whatever he says on his podcast uh that's false because i listen to so much and the reason why people uh, you know people get miscorrect because on my podcast or on my personal page, I listen to a lot of people's podcasts and I post it up on my stories because I, I need to know what's been going on. So that's something to me like I don't want to do where I'm plagiarizing or I'm copying someone and repeating it like that because no, because when you're doing podcasts, you have to be very original and doing the podcast is very, very hard because you have to come up with the information you have to come up with the topics and stuff, the guests here and there, the flow and this, how it's gonna, how's it gonna come out. So there's a lot of things that um, people don't know behind the scenes when you're doing a podcast. So okay, it's a lot to unpack right there. Um, first off, though, I mean, I'm one of those people, right? Like, uh, I started listening to Rogan in the early days, and to mm -hmm. me, it was like it was kind of like, well, he's just hanging out with his friends and they're all talking yeah. and it just so happens his friends are interesting people right that's kind of how mm -hmm. and so that's yeah. kind of my idea of podcasting in the beginning was like i have a bunch of friends we're i think we're interesting we do cool shit we're musicians we're tattoo artists we run venues whatever why not just talk mm -hmm. um but i do listen to a lot of podcasts and i do repeat a lot of shit that i say on podcasts but i do always try to give it credit you know i'll be like oh i heard this exactly. on rogan or i was listening exactly. to sam harris the other day and he mentioned this thing or 
I got this from a, I didn't read the study. I heard it from a doctor who was on a fucking radio lab, you know? So I try to give yes. credit where credit's due so people can go and hear it themselves and find, you know, their own information. But a lot but, of, but people know. don't, but, but people don't like that. People want originalness. People don't like, well, you have to be original. Why you always talk about other people's podcasts and not yours and stuff like that. So uh, there's a lot of listeners. You're going to like a lot of people, a lot of listeners, like the hardcore listeners, they know, but the new ones are kind of like, well, and I think what's going on. I think that's why. And I think that's, I guess that's why you're kind of, you're interesting in your own lane because like I said, a lot of people who do podcasts, they do other shit and their podcast is kind of to promote their other stuff, right? Like people mm -hmm. who write books or psychologists, doctors, comedians, actors, whoever the fuck, you know, sports people, but they, like, they have their own thing already that they're either trying to push, promote, get famous for, get paid for. And then the podcast is kind of like a supplement. What you're talking about is like, people who like they wanted the podcast is the thing they do you know and that's what they're trying to push and promote so where do they get mm -hmm. this outside content it's like from their life and from the shit they're listening to and the movies they're watching and right like that's what pop culture and life right that's kind of what you're talking about right the mega man lifestyle like craft beers and dive bars and going to comedy shows and like this is who I am and this is the shit that I talk about and this is why this is what my podcast is about and it mm -hmm. so people are going to find like you're like a reporter kind of of your own life so you're going to have to cite the sources of the shit that you're absorbing right so I don't understand how people can not understand yeah. that you know but yeah it's just like you know when uh when I'm not doing podcasts you know sometimes you have to put your life out there but I only put about maybe 10% on my Instagram and then 90% is my private. So I give them a little taste of what I'm not doing, like with my family, doing this or whatsoever. But, you know, there's other podcasts, you know, there's other podcasts who, if they're not, if they're, if they're not working, they're side hustle, they're side, they're just doing podcasts just to be relevant. For, for, but for me, um, I've been, I'm doing it full time because I have a full time job and I'm doing full time podcasting. And uh, um, I want to, I want to, I, I don't know if you heard about this, but you know, by my goal by 2023 or 2024 is, is to be invited on the Joe Rogan's podcast. And, um, you know, when a lot of people, when I, when they heard about, you know, that's my goal, a lot of people make fun of me or a lot of people mock me and stuff like that, because like, that's not going to happen. You're never going to make it like that movie, Dewey Cox. You're never going to make it, you know, and shit. And, uh, I don't really care about that because, I'm like that horse that has the blinds where you just focus on one direction and I just want to fulfill my goal because that's been my ultimate dream to to be on the Joe Wilkins podcast and and just, just to get my, my name out there. And, you know, um, you know, sometimes in a way like I do take my I podcast seriously and I do work on my weaknesses to see what I'm doing wrong and how am I going to evolve? How am I going to network? How am I going to boost my numbers? The YouTube channel and this, whatever, and, and to do, do and to do other people's podcasts to get my name out there where, you know, a lot of people will recognize who Mega Man is and be like, oh shit, you know, he's like, he just kept on grinding. He kept on grinding. And look where Mega Man's at now. He's on the Joe Rogan's podcast, you know? 
Well, that's kind of, and that's, I mean, to me, that's one of the most interesting things about us, like, connecting and, and doing this, this conversation is because mm-hmm. we have a lot of friends in common, and I see, like, you, like, you met a lot of the spots that you mentioned, like, in the, the, your dive bars or whatever is, like, those are places that I've hung out or I go or my friends live in those areas or, like, you know, indie. I'm over here. I have the indie cup. You know, you talk to La Borracha, like, I... I DJ there. Yeah, that's my. Yeah, I, I had my. I had the. She was on my podcast. Yeah, so I mean, and I DJ there, so I know her. And then you had like Fix. He says he is funny. He's like I'm a rapper on the side, but I know him through hip hop and music and all that. So it's just like, it just feels like we would have been in the same places, or we like we obviously have the same yeah. friends. So, I mean, um, it's cool to bring you on and let people know and like because it's like why why do I not know this person you know why have I not been on their podcast and and I think like you said it's about going out there and networking and meeting people and Mm -hmm. like a genuine push to like I want to help you get on the Joe Rogan podcast you know what I mean like I'll make sure to cut that clip that you just said that and I'll tag that fool on Twitter you know what I mean like we could try to make that shit happen like I'm dude I support that like why not I mean a, a lot of artists and creatives and people comedians i'm pretty sure I, i'll just speak for myself but i'm pretty sure i'm not the only one i'm pretty sure like you know you've had daydreams about like what you would say to rogan or like what questions he would ask or why would you would get there right you know like and mm-hmm. it's just uh, like it's it's a lot of people's dreams and you're just one of the brave ones to say to say it out loud and to try to actually manifest it because i bet a bunch of people are like oh yeah i want to be on rogan too but they would never say it or like actually try to hustle yeah. and go get it and like that's just a difference and I applaud you, bro, and that's dope. Thank you. And, uh, you know, like, to me, it's like this all happened because I was asleep one day, and I was I had a dream, like, I was on the Rogan's podcast, and then when I woke up, it felt so real. And uh, ever since then, it's like I had this hunger, a hunger of, like, doing podcasts, trying to get my name out there, doing whatever I can to, you know, because I know, like, uh, George Perez was on the Chirocas podcast, Felipe, Joey Cocotillas, and all that. And um, I'm just, like I said, just I'm just so hungry right now of doing other people's podcasts, uh, doing YouTubes and this, and trying to get the right guests. Because uh, before this COVID happened, I had a, a humongous, uh, a whole bunch of guests coming on on the podcast uh, for 2020, and I was going to blow it up. So with the transition, which I'm not used to, is uh, doing Zoom and Skype. This is all new to me. So it's it's an adjustment, you know, and everything. And also, uh, I'm saving up money to get my home base to have my own studio. And so when I want to get the bigger guest on the podcast, you know, uh, or like if you come on, or, you know, and everything and stuff like that, um, I would have kind of, I would have my own spot, my own space to do the podcast where, you know, just, they can just be themselves, you know, and uh no, yeah, and it feels more know, legit just, and professional, and like it's it's like exactly a, it's a safe space, you know, and it has all the vibes, and you're not worried about mm-hmm. background noises or having to be in someone's house or their garage or whatever, you know. Um mm-hmm. And hey, dude, yeah, that, yeah, that's tight. I, I had I had another question for you though, because I, I want to talk about where you come from. Um, cause I, like I said, we have a lot of friends in common. A lot of them are like Southeast LA cats. And I know you, yeah. you currently live in Long Beach, but you had said that you were trying to like move to Downey. So are you originally from this area or like, how mm-hmm. do you know, like, 
Allen and Super Audio Network Dre. Like, how do you know all these Southeast LA cats? Or like, is it just through podcasting and comedy and shit or beer? Or? So, so what happened was, um, well, um, I live in Long Beach, but I was born in Long Beach, but I lived in Wilmington, California. Then I moved to Carson and moved back to Long Beach. Now, the reason why I want to move to Downey because that's like the Mexican Beverly Hills, yeah. and uh, you know, there's a lot of parking. There's like the, there's a lot of parking spaces, and um, my dream is to. I'm saving up money because I just want to move out of Long Beach and move to a nicer area, Downey and stuff, and at the same time have a bigger condo or house and have a podcast studio. Now with Fix and all those guys, you know, I knew them because. Um, They've been following the podcast and everything. And I met so many good people. And like right now, I want to give a shout out to uh, Borders X hey. in the city of Bells. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So when I'm you an said investor Alan, there. Did Alan, you know that? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I also, uh, I'm like, uh, I'm a consultant for them and I help them on events and marketing campaigns and stuff. So. Yeah. So by my good friend, my best friend over there, he works over there, uh, Lewis. Preston's Brewery. Oh, Lou, you know Lewis. Yeah, did Lewis. I to, had him on my podcast. Did y'all go to school together by any chance? No, no. Okay, so what okay, happened okay. was um, I was in a club called SoCal Severcetos. And uh, what I was doing at the... That's Ricky's club, right? Uh, or yeah, Ricky's in, club. But I, Yeah, yeah so I, I was there for a minute, but things didn't work out. But what happened at the time... Um, I was trying to put 50 episodes of, of this craft beer episodes where it comes to home brewers. Uh, people were making a difference in the craft beer scene and business and all that. And I wanted uh, Lewis from Preston's Brewery um, to come on the podcast because uh, I give a lot of credit to Lewis because he is a he's really good at making good, delicious beers and he's a home brewer. And so we just kicked it off. And ever since then, like, Lewis, uh, he he brewed his own beer at Borders X at my baby shower. Uh, I saw him a couple of days ago, like last week, get his beers, and we connect on Instagram. We keep in touch. We hang out, and we just talk about beers and stuff, and we smoke out. So, uh, uh, Lewis and I think it is his assistant too, Alan. Uh, but he's I don't know if he's not there no more. But uh, the, I hang out with them. They're, they're they're super good guys, and ever since then. I connected Lewis to Fix from Super Audio Network, and Lewis uh, from Preston's Brewery was invited on the VIP podcast. And so because what happened is we did a podcast uh, with me and Fix at Borders X upstairs. And so uh, ever since then, uh, we just kicked it off. And a lot of Super Audio Network people, they, they show me nothing but love. Uh, I mean – no, nah, yeah, probably the whole crew. No, nah, they're all they're all love over there. I've been like on so many episodes, on so many different podcasts right there with uh, with Dre at the at the Super yeah. Audio Network, and it's always yeah. the same shit. It's all about support and love, and I feel like that's kind of one of the things that you and Eddie touched on is like really trying to build like a podcasting community, right? Of like yes. Latino. Mm -hmm you know people of color the avengers of podcasting and like uh i think that shit's tight because it's i mean for lack of a better for lack of a better comparison it's kind of like our own little death squad type shit right like and it's yeah that's mm -hmm. dope dude and i think um it's i'm it's it's like a new thing that i'm getting into and obviously because 
I'm not like a hardcore podcaster. If anything, the only reason why I picked podcasting back up is because all my live shows and tours and venues and everything that I used to do performative wise is like closed down right now. Yes. And this is still yeah. a way that I can use my following, my platform, my my like my gear, my uh, knowledge of sound and video and shit to kind of still try to bring things for the people and try to promote folks and that way when we all get out of here we have more followers and you know more more yeah. content and all this shit so i mm -hmm. like a lot of parallels and i think that's tight and so i just want to you know commend you for that and i hope you keep doing that shit and was that always the plan or is that one of those things that just kind of popped up recently as you notice more and more people are doing podcasts and shit so what happened was like i said uh with chicano shuffle planted that seed and uh what happened was it uh, asked the fellas, they did a picture, the, the same thing I did with which Latino podcast, but they had their version, their own version. So a lot of people, I want to say this, I want to get this out of the way. There was a lot of podcasts, Latino podcasts, and he said to me, Mega Man, what about my podcast? How come my podcast was not on that theme? The iPad, which I, I posted, was very limited. So I want to do another picture like that, which Latino podcast you're listening to, but these podcasters are the up and coming like you should be should be be on the lookout for these episodes so um i'm in the works of doing something like that but the, the avengers we are talking about uh shout outs to chris for the kickback podcast he was trying to connect because there was a lot of latino podcasts who didn't know each other and we wanted to connect and be there so and connect and maybe they have a guest or they have ideas and we're just trying to help each other out instead of uh, pulling each other down. And, uh, you know, it's been going good. And ever since I put, posted that picture of which Latino podcast with my version, who I'm listening to, um, a lot, everything just spread out like wildfire. Um, I just want to say there is a, a, a there is a good fucking podcast coming out of Minnesota called, uh, Pura Cultura podcast. For, it's called For the Culture. Uh, that podcast is fucking blown up, man. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm writing that down. Did you say Pura... Pura Cultura. Pura. Pura Cultura. Pura Cultura. Is yeah, that why B, you... it's, it's, Yeah, like Buddha, it's, like it's, Buddhist? Uh, no, no. It's capital... It's like B as in pet. U-R-A uh, Cultura. Like C-U-L-T-U-R-A podcast. I'll tag you on it. All right, for sure. And it's funny you say that. You, you mentioned Minnesota earlier, and I guess that's why you dropped that little hint is that you're, you know, it's one of the things that you're trying to build up. And you had mentioned like getting outside of California and outside of your yes. region and have mm -hmm. a podcast after this one, actually, in a couple hours with someone from the East Coast. So I'm on that same tip, you know, like, and I'm, I'm trying to, it's like everybody's trying to adapt right now with the COVID shit, you know, and like there's not, yes. not a lot of things that people can do so i'm glad that i happen to have a podcasting platform even if it was dormant for a while and that you know i've been told yeah. I'm, I'm told i'm a good conversationalist and i'm good questions and i'm good at this so uh it's really been mm -hmm. a blessing man um so yeah what, um oh yeah go ahead I'll, I'll, no go for it go for no could you go for it well i was actually just gonna ask you about like how much time do you put into research and stuff? Because lately I've noticed the, the later episodes are like really like facts and politics and a lot of notes. And there's like a lot of a lot of research heavy driven kind of topics. And how much time do you put onto that? And like, um, I mean, that's one of the beauties of me having guests is I try to just like 
really, you know, I just try to, I let the guests talk about whatever they want to talk about. So, uh, yeah. Um, how much, you know, how much time do you dedicate to that and like how many different sources and like just tell people a little bit about your research because you want them to know that they can trust the information and that you've done your reading and you know, that you're actually like looking into different sources and shit. So back then I was not doing the research. I was talking stupid shit or just being a goofy fuck. But when maturity comes into play, when your podcast gets bigger and bigger, now that I have my laptop and the research and all that stuff. So for me having a guest on or this, I like to have my notes down and I have to cover all my facts and everything to make sure. And it, it and as my backup is my laptop. So when you say uh, I, 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 I'm a full-timer, I'm a full-time podcaster. So I'm doing podcasts every day uh, from, you know, doing, being a guest on, uh, getting my future guests, getting all the, the right stuff I'm going to talk about. Um, and also doing a podcast, doing it tomorrow. Uh, it's, 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 it's a constant grind um, because I have to be up to par and I have to be current of what's going on in society or what's going on in the world with this COVID and this. So um, I just, I, I just, I have to be very current with the, with a lot of stuff that that's been going on. So uh, with this, this is, this is very new to me because I'm more of an interviewer, but now, um, you know, doing the research, doing this and stuff like that and keeping people up to par. So when people hear our podcast, it ha- our, our, our episodes have to be very recent, like it's a day or two ago. But because if you do all your research and you put episode out and it's already been three months ago, it's irrelevant. The listeners, yeah. yeah, you have to be irrelevant. So if the listeners here is like, Mega Man, that was fucking three months ago. That's old. Like, have new shit, you know? Because because a lot of my audience, a lot of my people, they have, they'll call me out on my bullshit. <laughs> they'll call me out. They call me out. They'll be like, dude, can you have something more current? Because that was two months ago. Damn. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of the beauty of the way I'm doing it right now is because I think the longest lag time since the new setup and I brought everything in house is like a week. Like that's the longest it goes. But realistically, like, but you're doing it. Yeah. But so, you're doing it. Yeah. You know, it, but uh, it definitely gonna... is work, though. I mean, people don't realize like how much time and especially if if you don't have the best of equipment you're piecemealing like audio and matching it to video or like you're just a straight audio it's you know there's a lot of complications the first the first episodes back in the in the covid weren't the best but i think you know i've definitely upped the the level as we've gone along and you see like with me like with you you have your laptop and your microphone i'm doing everything on my on my ipad on my on my iphone i just hook up my microphone and just boom let's just let's do a podcast so me getting a new laptop and uh, a month ago, I just opened a savings account for uh, in my bank for the podcast. So I'm putting a lot of more money into my podcast savings account because uh, once I have my home base, I'll get the equipment and all that. But also, I want to learn the technical stuff behind the scenes of, of what like what you're doing, like the video, the YouTube and this and all that, because I don't want to be left behind. And so I have to involve to to I have to evolve and to be caught up on current stuff and be caught up on on stuff now, you know? No, I from feel this that. COVID. And it's like it's going even faster. I mean, like that's one of the that's one of the reasons why I'm even live right now. And if you're paying, if you're mm-hmm. tuning in live, I'm not monitoring the chat. Like when I'm not looking at if you're commenting and stuff, I, I'll comment back and we'll repost all this later. 
but I mean, I feel like right now live is where it's at. And for folks who are just yes. home, they're just scrolling, you know, maybe, maybe they want to see this conversation and they're just on their couch and they're just tuned in while they're doing whatever, they, you know, so just trying to do it for that reason live. And obviously when we post it on YouTube and all the podcast apps and all that is like, that's for the podcast folks. Um, yeah. But you say you're a full-time podcaster and you're a full-time mm -hmm. worker. So let's transition yeah. into a little bit like you're essential worker uh you have a family you have been essential since the beginning so you you know work has kind of did disrupt podcast flow a little bit but you also you did, did yeah. mention that there there are beer sponsors and um i don't hear any ads on your show so i don't know if you have advertisements or whatnot but do you get any income from podcasting or is that full-time work something just like a labor of love just a passion to for an ultimate goal or is there compensation uh, like how does that work out okay so well being being an essential worker i work about 50 to 60 hours you know at a grocery store and when i come home i spend time with my kids they're still at home school and i'm doing podcasts uh when it comes to sponsors i'm always looking for sponsors but at the me at, at right now um, I'm getting sponsors from California Heights Market, uh, give me free beers and this or whatsoever for the guests or whatsoever. Um, I build a lot of connections. Um, the re I, I, I have to keep it very confidential with certain breweries, um, but I get a lot of free beers. Um, you know, they give to me to try out here and there. A lot of beers were, I have, well, right now my, my refrigerator is almost empty, but I'm going to get a whole bunch of beers, hopefully, uh, to t probably tomorrow, if not Wednesday. And um, when because of me, because I'm in the craft beer scene, um, a lot of people know the name Mega Man for the Mega Man's podcast. And so a lot of home brewers, um, they always do me, hey, Mega Man, can you try out my beers? What do you think about it? Stuff. So a lot of home brewers send me a lot of beers. Um, I get a lot of breweries from on the East Coast or whatever. They hear the name because... Um, I'm affiliated with a lot of the well-known crafter people, um, you know, because I'm very close to uh, Edgar, you know, Beer Thug Life. Um, a lot of the brewery people in Long Beach, you know, like Preston's, you know, like Indie Brewery. There's a lot of well-known people because I've been be giving so much love. And uh, because of them and their followers, they DM me and say, hey, man, I want you to try my beers. What do you think of it? So they'll ship the, the those will ship me boxes of beers and and I would try them out and, and you know, and see what's up and, you know, and, and you know, maybe they'll say, hey, I'm going to give you some extra beers or stickers or shirts, whatever. And I just want you to just, to, you know, show me love and shit like that. But if, if the beer tastes like shit, I will let them know your beer tastes <laughs> like shit. You know, you know, if your beer is good, it's, it's good, you know, but uh, it's just I to be honest, I only add a, all the ever since I've been doing the, the podcast. I tried one shitty beer, but it's out of Florida. But that was the only one. But the, the a lot of the breweries I get the beers on, I mean, they're fire. They're fucking fire, so, man. So what are you drinking right now? I know it's a Border X beer, but what what is it? The Pepino? So what, yeah, so what I did, so when Lewis was over there, uh, he mixed in, uh, it's a Viva Hops Double IPA. It's uh, It's pretty good. Uh, he didn't put the, uh, it's eight, it's an 8%, 8.2% 8 uh, APV. Nice. It's pretty good, you know, and, uh, and I, I have a lot of beers. I have, I have a another, lot of bear rage beers. I have another question. I have another question. Cause I know you, you did this on your, your shows. Do you have any beers of the week? 
Any, anything you want people to pick up from the store or anything that they should try? <laughs> well, it's, uh, Beer of the Week is actually, uh, it's already sold out. It was sold out last week. So uh, there, the Beer of the Week is same game. Same game is a, is a collaboration with King's Brewery where you had the collaboration with Beer Zombie. You had Beer Thug Life. You had Unfiltered Brew. You had King's. You had Hop Squad, and you had Dope and Dank, my boy Shouts of Theo from Crowns and Hops. They all collaborated they made on one beer? One beer. Wow. And uh, it's a guava, raspberry, posenberry, vanilla, marshmallow beer. And it's very thick, too, and it'll fuck you up. It's 8%. And when you look at it, it looks like a slushy, like, raspberry, like, slushy. But it's fucking fire. Well, damn. Um, is it vegan? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you should ask because that's my only issue with craft beer sometimes is because like they use like lactose for the sours or sometimes yes. they have some kind of yogurt based processed shit. So I got to be careful because mm-hmm. I, 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 my stomach will like turn a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the beer of the week, and uh, you know, um, my friend uh, shouts to Jer Alexander from SGV Canshare because I was too busy. Uh, he went to Indie Brewery and got me that uh, that Skittles uh, beer from Indie Brewery. It said it said it tastes like Skittles, like Skittles candy. I think I I'm not sure if I tasted it. The but uh, taste the rainbow, or taste taste the indie or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. I don't think I think I would have remembered that one. The last time I was at Indie actually it was like my last gig. It was uh, March 14th for their St. Patrick's Day. I was DJing that, and so oh, I got yeah, I, I had a pat. I got their St. Patrick's beer. Um, I still have one can left of La Borocha on the, on the face of the L.A. women. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, she's that's like, a good she's shit right there. She's like low-key famous, huh? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I know she is and stuff. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> she's super cool. She's super nice. So, uh, I mean, you've covered some of your, like, big goals, right? Like, you got Joe Rogan is definitely something that you're working up to. Uh, you did have like a calendar kind of fall apart of guests. So are you, are you planning to stack up guests? Are you still not Zoom, Spotify? You're still not, I mean, not Spotify, uh, Skype. You're still not Zoom Skyping yet. Is that the, is that the I'm next gonna, stage? That's going to be the next stage and everything. Because I, like I said, once um, tomorrow for the next three, I have three, day, I, I have three days off. So I'm going to be taking care of some personal things, but also on the podcast. So I have the uh, I have Crystal and Olivia from Fat Ass Podcast coming on. Um, I have comedian Alpha Robles uh, coming on soon. Um, I have Crowns and Hops coming on. I have uh, Todd from Beer Advocate. Now Todd from Beer Advocate is uh, a person who who grades your your brewery and your beer. So he's like he's like the Yelps of craft beers. Oh, dope. Has and, uh, he done has he uh, done ratings on breweries that we know? Like, oh, yeah. Like, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He does ratings like that. He'll rate. If you look up Beer African, he does all the ratings of like what do you, of, of all fucking beers and, uh, you know, and everything. So if you want to try this beer, he'll go grade it and all that. So uh, shout outs to Todd from Beer African because we're going to do a collab with him and uh, Edgar from Beer Thug Life. Um, there's a lot of comedians I'm going to get on. There's a lot of inspiration people. There's a lot of, uh, uh, people who are making a difference in Long Beach. And, uh, my goal, hopefully by the end of 
2020 is to get Felipe Esparza and hopefully cross my fingers. Uh, hopefully if I could try to get Brandon Shaw from the fight of the kid on the podcast, I will be making a trip to do a podcast with podcast Dave. <coughs> Excuse me. He's a producer of the podcast called the weigh in with, which he does it with uh, Josh Thompson and John McCarthy. Josh Thompson was the strike force uh, lightweight champion. And he was the person to actually, he was the first person to knock out Nate Diaz in the UFC. So now he's a commentator for uh, Bellator. I'm trying to be in the worst of trying to get Brian Ortega from the UFC, Aaron Marquis from uh, from, from uh, uh, Bellator, Shea Cotton. Shea Cotton was the first phenom basketball before Kobe, before LeBron. And, you know, there's just a lot of good people I want to get on the podcast because um, I want their stories to be told. And, uh, you know, I've always been curious about a lot of people, um, ex-athletes and podcasts or celebrities here. But, um, you know, you just got you have to take the podcast uh, one day at a time and one episode one day one day at a time as well. And uh, so we we kind of we talked about it kind of like we kind of breezed over it, right? Like you coming into the podcast, having this kind of like built-in audience already and the pressure of mm -hmm. trying to deliver for them. Um, how, <clears throat> how like in recent times, like has your audience grown and do you see more love than hate? And have you seen like, yeah, like have you been able to like deliver what the people who kind of put you on and were pressuring you to to do a podcast do you think you, you've been delivering on that and like actually holding it down? um um i've been delivering on it you know it's just like you know maturity wise there was a lot of people who unfollow me or don't listen to it because you know back then because they liked a lot of the cheese made the drama and all that and i just grew out of it i matured because that's what we always do we just mature and we just we, we just get better in life and, and I just see new perspectives and I just want to get the, I just want to get, uh, a, a, like, you know, like the right people to come on the podcast. Um, honestly, I really don't care about the numbers. Um, on, you know, on Instagram, they think like, Oh, this person has, well, to me, I have over 3,500. 3, I don't care about numbers. You know, I just care about putting the, I'm strongly just caring about putting the best episode I can do where, it, it, it you love it you know it you know you hear the episode it gets through your day you know i get so much love on the on the podcast people repost you got the hardcores and all that stuff and you know i'm just doing it for fun um you know at the time i was going through so much pressure and i didn't know if i want to do a podcast tomorrow i was there was times uh ryan i wanted to quit at 20 episodes or 40 or 50 i didn't really expected to be doing podcasts till now and i'm almost at 200 and i didn't tell you this um in 11 months uh, 10 to 11 months um i was the one who did the most fastest uh episodes because i put out 100 episodes in 11 months that's the most fastest where if you put out an episode of 100 episodes that usually takes you about two to three years right because there's 52 weeks ish 52 right 53 something like that 51 yeah through three weeks oh. in a year so yeah takes, mm -hmm. that means you're putting out multiple ones a day or multiple a week right yeah at the, in the beginning of the stages i you know because being to the podcast i didn't know you should be putting out one episode a week 
I was putting out four episodes a week. Oh shit! And, and I didn't know, but now I know the rhythm. So well, also you, you know, were learning... doing the same thing, right? Like it's it goes back. Like you didn't want to get them to get outdated, so you couldn't stack them up. If you did four in a week, you couldn't wait to release them like in a month or whatever, because then the stuff that you're talking yeah. about is kind of like not relevant anymore, or the guests. Oh no 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 oh no! I just did it back then. I didn't have a structure. I would just put it out because I would. Fuck it, just gonna put it out. But now I know what days to put them out because when you get a lot of podcasters and you get a lot of celebrities who like Joy Cocadias, you know, he always tells me, you know, hey, put your episode out on Sunday. And I was like, why? Because mother, he tells me, motherfucker, because that's when your Monday fucking starts. Because at the time before this COVID, People are commuting. People are working overnights. People are working in offices and all that. So put it out Sunday afternoon or Sunday night and let it go. Let it just ride through the whole fucking week. You know, mm, that makes sense. Or, or Tuesdays and Thursdays and stuff. You know, Tuesdays and Thursdays are the most busiest. Uh, people are listening to the podcast. You know, it just really depends on your on the wave of your, your algorithm right or, yeah and how, how what your crowd is doing and where they're at and whatever because yeah had, i recently joined a podcast network i mean it's nothing like serious but they just have like they're more trying to be podcasters for podcasting sake you know where they have like a, a pod bean and you know they're looking at analytics and they're trying to like do stuff and they were like yo try to post it at 6 a.m because you know that's how you catch people who are going to work and shit or you know, you get people during the day, like, so yeah, it's like it's based on data and who you're who you're targeting and what yeah. they're up to, right? But right now, I feel like the algorithms are all fucked up. Like, no one know everybody's online all the time, or they're just not. Like, no one knows anymore. Like, I feel like yeah. sometimes my Instagram pictures will do really well, and other times where they should, they don't. Or like, you know, videos mm -hmm. that I'm posting up usually would you know hit certain numbers and they're not you know consistent yeah. as they used to be it's 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 pretty interesting i took a i took a humongous hit from this covid uh i was averaging close to maybe 14 to maybe 1300 listens per episode and it dropped big time to instead of 14 to 1300 listens it dropped all the way to fucking 500 wow and that's just because and people was, weren't listening to podcasts anymore. They were watching Netflix. They were home. They were yeah. They mm -hmm. they weren't. They didn't yeah. have all that dead time. They had a homeschool or yeah. They, so a lot of people are not. Maybe a lot of people are not working right now. They're not listening to podcasts. You know, people listen to podcasts because either they're commuting, they're driving, they're going to work, they're in offices, and you know, ever since a lot of people got laid off and stuff, I feel like there's been a huge deficit of people not listening to podcasts. So now that everyone's trying to do YouTube and Zoom and Skype and and uh, IG IGTV IG Stories, they're just we're just trying to get our name out there, trying to be more relevant. Google so Google to just me, created a Hangout video chat thing. They're trying to do their own thing to compete yeah. with Zoom. Like yo, you just use your Google, Facebook use your too. Yeah, like everybody watch parties, house party, and new apps that are coming up for people to like watch yeah. shit together. It's it's. Mm -hmm. It really is a whole new world out there, man. So it's yeah, because it because it like with this quarantine now that it's like that it's it, it's gonna be extended to maybe July or August. Now it's like well, fuck. It's like if 
if my numbers are going to drop more, I just have to involve. And, and I think in a way it's a good thing that we have to evolve because that gives us more experience because when shit hits the fan like this ever again, we're, we're already prepared for us, us podcasters. We're already prepared for this. No. And that's the thing. Like a lot of the stuff that I'm doing now was stuff that I had already thought about doing before, but it wasn't worth it. Or I didn't know if I was going to put as much time into it as would be necessary to justify that kind of investment in gear and floor space and all that. But yeah. you know, when a pandemic hits, your your numbers and your calculations and everything kind of changes. And yeah. people, yeah. I actually had a question for you, because I, I know... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. What's up, brother? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say... Um, I when I heard your episode uh, in the morning, you did season two, episode five, which is the recent one. I noticed that with you, you were kind of worried about a lot of things. Where how's this podcast going to go? My numbers and this, whatever. Um, I, I'll be honest. When you heard that episode, I when you when you were talking about a lot of that stuff, it made me think and reflect. Like I like. You were, I was in your shoes, you know, and uh, I was worried about what am I going to do and this. And uh, for some kind of reason, you just got to keep on grinding, man. You got to keep on hustling. And and you you just can't think about negativity. You can't think about, you know, putting yourself down be like, well, I, I don't have, a, you know, I'm not working, not doing this. I, I don't know how the, how the podcast going and stuff. You know, just don't give up, man. Just keep on grinding, man. You got to keep on grinding and there was a lot of times, you know, like I said, I'll, I'll say it again. There was times I wanted to quit, man, but I'm still here because a lot of people who listen, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of people who give a fuck about us, you know, and uh, you just got to keep on hustling because you never know who's going to hear your episode. No, you never know. You're right. You're right. And uh, yeah, like I, I heard you had some of the same experiences where just like someone will randomly be like, oh, yeah, you're the guy from that podcast. Or I heard this episode and you're just mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? You're listening to my shit. That's like, all right, that's cool. You know, like kind of awkward, yeah. but like they're like, hey, you still podcasting? And I was like, not really. But I mean, we're bringing it back, though. Uh, so my question for you, though, was uh, I saw on Twitter today that, um, you know, Newsom was talking about uh hair salons and you know some more things opening up and like easing restrictions and there was also talk about you know sports in june and i know you were you know you were expressing your frustration about the economy and you know having to open up and safety and um Mm -hmm. i've been hearing a similar like sentiment from the rogan you know squad and um, I'm wondering, like, do you because lately for me, like, uh, you know, the, the, the newsome hate and a lot of the 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 really like dismissive kind of commentary coming from that group of, of friends and podcasters and personalities has been really like troubling to mm-hmm. me, you know, because I know a lot of people listen to them in a a cult like or you know a very you know they always say like yo don't come to me for your information don't come to me for your opinions but the reality is people do you know and i just haven't really been comfortable with a lot of the shit that they've been talking about and how they've been saying it and just like dismissing stuff and i i i don't think they're completely wrong you know there's point there's there's obviously a lot of nuance and levels and you know i 
agree that you know there are considerations that need to be made but it's just kind of like the flippant language and the not you know the kind of not really mm -hmm. you know the I don't know. It seems like they're they're doing a little bit for shock value entertainment, and it's it's kind of disheartening, you know. I just want well, your thoughts to on me, all that shit. Okay, so well, I know what a lot of people hear Joe Rogan because he has the hugest platform, but you know you gotta you gotta know your fact. To me, I want facts. I want to know truthness. So we can go down so many rabbit holes with uh, with Governor Newsom. So there's a lot of things. He's a Democrat. And so knowing the fact like Trump's a support, Trump is a Trump is a Republican and all that. There's a lot of rumors saying that a lot of Democrats are trying to, you know, trying to tear this economy down just to get Trump out of office. That's one thing, you know, um, with uh, Gavin Newsom, you know, and stuff. You know, he wants to be probably, probably one of the last states to open because you never know if some of these states like, OK, we're opening, we're going to go back to normal. Then all of a sudden a second wave happens. And the coronavirus spreads out again. And, you know, I, it's it, it just really, really depends. And, uh, you know, with some of these, uh, I have a lot of friends that are, they, they lost their jobs. They lost their business and everything. And and when he, when he said, oh, I'm going to extend it again, when you hear him on the news or this or whatever, they're not telling us the truth of why did you extend it. They're not giving us a reason why you're doing this for you know, they always show excuses when you, they get asked a question or here or whatsoever. And a lot of people are in a way, I we don't know. We're going to be probably be fed up. We're like, fuck them. I'm not going to wear a mask no more. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And, you know, my opinion is, I, and this is a thing I hate so much because a lot of people don't understand this, you know, and that and not to be disrespectful or anything. But when people get unemployment money, and they spend spend money on that on stupid shit. They're not realizing that money is very limited because if it's only for 12 to 18 weeks or, or how long, whatever you get, what's going to happen is you never know if that unemployment money is going to stop. That unemployment money is for you to get by and pay your bills and put food on the table and at the same time look for a fucking job. I've been through the I've been to the same situation of being unemployment and I hated it. And at the same time, I don't know how it is now, but back then when I was getting unemployment money, I would have to look for a job because they would give me a piece of paper and I would go to every job and I put an application and all that stuff and write the number and do all that. I will send it out to unemployment. Unemployment will call each and every one of those uh, jobs for the application and say, hey, did Steven so-and-so go over there and put an application? Yes, he did and all that. Just for me to get a paycheck every week and stuff like that. So I don't know is, but to be honest, man, ever since this COVID, man, I've been saving a lot of money. And, um, you know, with this economy right now and stuff, don't be surprised if people are saying, oh, we're going to be in a recession. No. We're going to be in a depression because the unemployment right now is going to be at 40 percent and it's going to take about two to three years to get back to normal with all that stuff or whatsoever, the economy and stuff so like happens, that. And uh, what happens if we open up, though, and a bunch of people get sick and like the economy stops that way? Would it be better or just as bad or the same or because at some point I feel like. It's a it's a catch twenty two, right? And this is one of the things that uh, that Harris Sam Harris was saying. He's like, if you 
if there's no way to know, you know, if we had not stayed home, if it would have been as bad as they said, right? Like the whole thing was like, mm -hmm. pretend it's going to be super bad and then it won't be as bad. And that's like the over, you over kind of like, you overshoot it just to be safe, right? So mm -hmm. it's hard to tell if, you know, things are not as bad right now because we did all the shit that we did. But at the same time, mm -hmm. you know, if we open up, I don't know. I think for me, I'm down to open up if there's just like some crazy protocols in place. And like yeah. there's, there's like, you know, there's people have to wear masks and there's the distancing things continue. And, you know, businesses have to disinfect and, you know, people have to and like people can get kicked out for being shitty. Like there's got to be some kind of understanding, you know, like we all kind of have to make an agreement like, all right, we're going to open up. But. If you're being an asshole, like we're gonna have, we're gonna be able to to tell you something. But I feel like people just don't want to be told shit. They don't want to be told what to do, and it's just like they're acting like little kids, you know? Like, oh, I'm I'm gonna do it anyway. Ah, it's like well, just it's just that people right now are just gonna be fed up. And I was really, I just really this right now with this extension from August. Now, you know, we don't know what's gonna be. You got the elections coming up, and also. You got winter coming up, right after August. After the after the Indian summer is going to be done, we're going to be in we're going to be in winter again. So flu what's going to happen? Yeah. More flus. Yeah. So this and also I've been hearing there's about there's more strains from this uh, COVID. So what happens if this is a second wave, but this is a new virus? So it's it. I don't know, man. It's I don't it's, know either. It's crazy. And that's the thing is like. I thought I think I'm pretty sure I'm one of those people that already had it back in December, November. Like I got I was like I fucking had a crazy ass sickness. I fainted, passed out, like I felt like I had bruised my rib or some shit, like pain under the heart, all that shit. So Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and it was I, I couldn't smoke, I couldn't I was I was I felt like I was dying. And I don't get sick like that, like so I was like, Jesus Christ, this is horrible. Um so, if you can't smoke, you know that's a problem. Right? right? <laughs> Come on. No. So I mean I was still smoking. Maybe that's why I passed out. But anyway, um uh I don't know. It, it's more to me, it's just more about like my civic duty and trying mm -hmm. to be, you know, worry about the folks who are less fortunate than me. And yeah. um ironically that also includes people who need to go to work who are less fortunate who have yeah, to go to work yeah. like that also includes them we have to be compassionate about them as well but um mm -hmm. i don't know we're gonna see i think personally my opinion and this is kind of like what me and my friends have been kind of agreeing is like you know we locked down the first time around to make sure the hospitals didn't get packed up and that there wouldn't be fucking mass death due to insufficient supplies or whatever and we we're but good. you have but you have hospitals but you have hospitals closing down now right because there's no one going in and that was my thing we did our part there so now like we're not in that same situation right this is it's so mm -hmm. there there has to be a difference of thought and it's like the strategy worked or maybe it was never going to happen but it worked regardless we didn't have crazy hospitals and math deaths so let's let's move on to the next whatever the fuck phase or the new the new strategy of okay so here's where we're at now this is what we're going to do and you know but i kind of feel like 
even myself, I'm guilty of it. I was super paranoid and stuck and like, no, everybody stay home. And I think a lot of people are freaked out, you know, and, yeah. I, don't, and I don't blame them. Right. Because like you said, we know people who have died. We know people who've been sick. You know, people who yeah. we know people who've recovered. So it's like we don't have all the data. We don't have all the facts. We don't have all the numbers. You know, the tests are not 100. So there is a lot of unknowns and that causes fear. But, you know, we can't. We had at some point we have to still be rational and kind of like start pushing back and and start to to open up like certain businesses where people can go to work and make money and can still be safe. You know, like there's got to be a middle ground. There's got to be a middle ground somewhere. You know, there has to there has to be. With a lot of businesses are shutting down. A lot of my friends lost their their bars and their businesses and they're moving to Texas. A lot of people from Cali are moving to Texas. You know, and all that stuff. And this isn't the and first also, time. Like Texas has been no. an option because of the rent. I was and thinking the about it too. I was, I was thinking about moving too. I was thinking about moving too. I can't leave LA, dude. It's where the music's at. Like, unfortunately, <laughs> this is this is be, where to be honest, where my shit's at. You know. I know. To be honest, I feel like you and I were spoiled because you have your artists, you have your podcast, I have my podcast. We can just choose from any guest who wants to come on on your podcast or my podcast. We're spoiled. Yeah, I got people in my DMs who, like, I forget, you know, to follow up with them because mm-hmm. I am not as organized as I should be, you know. And there's there's an abundance of people who want a platform, who want an opportunity to tell their story, talk about their music video, you know, talk about their eyelash business, whatever it is. And I, and I try to have a space for all of them, you know. And that's, that's the beauty yeah. of this medium is that it is for everybody. Um, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, musically, you know, if and when or whenever the thing starts to open up, the bars and the clubs and and the studios and like all of that stuff is still centered here, you know, as much as yeah, as much as uh, it would be nice to move somewhere where it's quiet. I, I personally like I've gone on vacation. I can't handle that shit. Like, you know, yeah, after yeah. a week of chilling, I'm like, all right, where's the party? Like. Where's, you know, where, where's the action? Where's the community? Where are people gathering and trying to do like active things, you know? And just, so I, I can't leave Los Angeles. I don't think like, I can't live anywhere else really, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it, it, I, you know, it's like, I want to go out to Northern California and this and everything, but I mean, is this sometimes in a way like I'll just visit and come back, but you know, this, like I said, this whole COVID and stuff just messed a lot of things up. And we just, we just have to adjust to the new, we, we just have to adjust to it. And, you know, from this, when, once this is done, society is going to change. We're going to change from all this. You well, know? I hope and, so, uh, man. And that's like, that's kind of one of the ultimate silver lining, like at the end of the tunnel type feelings that I have is that a lot of lies and deceptions and, you know, just like a lot of reality is really being exposed right now of how things really work oh, yeah. and who, who are the valuable members of society, who are the essentials, like who, who needs to be bailed out and saved and helped because these are the people who continue the culture and continue the, mm-hmm. the community. Like, it's like, what does it matter if you have money if there's nowhere to go and spend your money? Like, what does it matter 
if you have life, if there's nothing to live for, right? Like crowds yeah. and nice, good food and, you know, gatherings of, you know, we're social creatures. So I, I hope that mm -hmm. there's going to be an age of prosperity, like where a lot of people did save and there is like a mass you know, redistribution of wealth and maybe some businesses went down, but people who came out uh, after are going to, you know, try to restore these businesses or help them get back on their feet or, you know, I for one am really looking forward to, you know, telling business owners and venues like, hey, I'll, I'll DJ and do stuff like half rate, you know, like let's just, let's just get the people in here. Let's just get, let's just get the life flowing back again. And, you know, then we can worry about you know how we square up yeah. later, but I, I hope a lot of people yeah. who come out after this or just remember how important, you know, humanity and your fellow yeah. man, you know, people, community, all that shit. Yeah, I didn't tell you this, Brian. Um, from this COVID, I learned so much about me, you know, but I also, it, it's, it's kind of fucked up. It's kind of sad that you see people's true colors from when you have epidemics like this epidemics like this and you go through rations and all that where you thought a lot of your friends will be kind of cool and be there for you then they're not there then they try to be evil and greedy and stingy and, and kind of cold-hearted and you can never see those people the same ever again and that's what i learned from this covid it, it made me change where it's like wow at least i still have a fucking heart you know and all that it's just sometimes in a way it's it's very shocking, but it kind of hurts me to see like from from this COVID, I lost a lot of good friends. Really, like I I know you and and Eddie well, were touching on that, and I think that's kind of the part yeah. where I tuned out because I, I wanted to listen to more episodes and kind of get like a a more full picture. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's just true, you man. Really, like you lost them, like they're gone for like lost, like you don't like they're, they're irredeemable, like like you no, just wash your hands. They're, they're unredeemable. Like, wash your hands with them. It's just that, you know, you can be hella close with friends and when their true colors come out and they're just very evil and very, just like a, like an asshole or a dick, like I wouldn't want you on my foxhole. Let's, let's say it like that. It's like, just, I can never see people the same ever since then. I mean, and I, it, like it's, it's true I, color, you know, their personality changes because of this. I guess, I mean, I guess I don't know if I'm lucky or privileged or or maybe I just haven't been having these interactions with folks that that have exposed uh -huh. because I mean I I still feel I feel like my group became, you know, tighter, you know, and like we yeah. all were like, yo, we got to look out for each other like you need toilet paper, you need you need baby, you need you need, you need some disinfectant wipes like you know, does does your mom need anything to cook with like that that's what I, that's, that's what I was doing. Uh, you know, toilet paper, disinfecting cans. I was giving, I, well, I'm not going to mention certain guests or certain friends. I was giving them money because they lost their jobs. Even if it's 20 bucks, 50 bucks, a hundred dollars or this. And I wasn't looking for like, Hey, just give me credit or this. It's just like, this show some love, you know, and everything. And, and a lot of people did me wrong. A lot of people, you know, were just kind of like an assholes and, I just, to me now, I took all the negativity, all that people right out of my life. So now I have an inner circle full of friends. And, uh, you know, even with all like you, you, Ryan, you're like with my friends because you're a podcaster. And, you know, and 
that's where I keep all my family. I'm, I'm more tight niche with everyone. And I want to keep it like that. And, uh, you know, like I said, from this COVID, I learned so much about from people's personalities. But also for me, I had to find myself more because uh, we didn't touch on this. Um, when you hear the Mega Man's life, I was going through a lot of problems with my parents and they oh, did yeah, me wrong and your, this. Your ex-wife left you and you, you got kicked yeah, out. Yeah, I was homeless. You had, yeah. yeah, you had to yeah. make like, some hard choices and you had yeah. family and all this shit. Like, yeah. And then definitely, I mean, yeah. you've come a long way and I feel like maybe this is just another opportunity to see that as a blessing. Like, that you are kind of been able to like clear... Because imagine had this COVID not happened, you would have had these people in your circle when you went off to blow up and yeah. end up on Rogan, and you know you, and then now you have all these fucking snakes in your garden, you know, like it's it's, it's like yeah. a, it's, a, it's as painful as it is, and I'm still tripping out yeah. that it was that drastic. Like I, I, I mean, I had someone run a scam on me like for twenty bucks, you know, but I kind of was just like they weren't really mm-hmm. a close friend, and and I just I kind of just. I marked it off as like, yo, people are desperate and they must think that I'm somewhat successful if they're trying to rip me off for 20 bucks because they don't think I need it. So I guess that's, I, I guess I did my, my part looking, looking popping online, you know? Yeah, because I didn't, t- we didn't touch base on this earlier, but when people think like, oh, you're doing a podcast, you must be balling. It's like, no, I'm not even balling. If I was balling, I wouldn't be working at my, at my grocery store, you know, right now, you know, but it takes years to, to get money from, you know, from being a podcaster, but you have to just keep on grinding it out, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of what, um, that's kind of what this whole situation has been about. Cause like I said, I joined that podcast network and their whole thing is like, yeah, let's, let's put out consistent shows and, you know, advertisers will reach out to us and, you know, whatever, if they reach out for your show, you'll get a cut and, and, you know, let's just do consistency and, my music got kind of, you know, started taking off and I was planning tours and I couldn't do podcasting. Like it just wasn't, it wasn't viable financially or time wise or, and so I kind of put it on the back burner and they understood. Like if anything, it, it was better if I blew up as an artist. Cause then when I do my podcast, I have a, a bigger built in audience. Right. Um, but yeah. that shit fell apart cause of the COVID and, here we are. I've my, been to, my podcasting I've, is I've like that shit. it's most it's super consistent now, you know, like because there's nothing. Yeah, else yeah, that yeah. I'm doing so. Yeah, uh, I've been to that situation because uh, you know at the time I was with my ex, who I have a son with, you know, she would tell me, "Why do you do podcasts? You're never gonna make it. You're never gonna make any money. Why do you fucking do it for?" Well, because I do it because you know it's because podcasts saved my life. Uh, it conquers my depression. I love doing it. Uh, to be honest, it keeps me out of trouble, you know, and there's a lot of things and it just keeps me very busy, keeps me very motivated, keeps me very hungry. And I just love meeting uh, like you and a lot of new people uh, down the road, you know, and everything. And uh, I enjoy doing it. And it conquered my, my conquered my depression. It conquered your my stutter, stutter. It yeah, conquered your confidence, all of that, right? Anti-social, it conquered all that stuff. So, there's because of podcasts, there's a lot of things that come into play that change my life on a lot of things where I see things different. No, and I think uh, I don't know if you how far back you went, but uh, you know the whole podcast started just kind of on a whim. I went to an uh, I went to a a audition 
for a, a uh-huh. company that was coming to LA and they actually had a studio. So my first season was all like in studio with the engineer and oh um, wow yeah and so like the first 20 episodes were free and then i had you know that was like my period to try to make it monetarily successful and then after that i had to start paying but um essentially like the money never came through the podcast but me doing the podcast and like being able to offer that as another service to artists i was working with or even just that content of like oh we're in this legit studio with this artist who's you know done tours and shit and it just it kind of elevated my brand. Like, cause like you said, once people see you doing podcasts, it's like, oh, this fool must be fucking balling and popping. And, um, at the time, like, it's just, to me, it was fun. You know, I was able to like find dope people who I thought were interesting and give them an opportunity to promote themselves. And it wasn't mm-hmm. until the money came involved that I, you know, it, like my, they kind of changed for me, you know? And I think now that, you know, <laughs> there's really nothing, there's no there's no stakes you know there's like it's it's kind of a free for all right now like there's no there's no pressure like this is this is fun again you know and it's like it could it's yeah. it's back to what it was supposed to be you know yeah like if i ever make money in which i do down the road in this because i'm making merch and sponsors and get more of like whatever it just takes time um I just want to have fun. That's what, like, a lot of people always say. It's just Mega Man. Just have fun doing podcasts. If you're not having fun, then if you're not having fun doing podcasts, then get the fuck out. Uh, no? So we're hitting uh, the hour and a half mark. And so. Oh, shit. Yeah. An hour and a half? God yeah, damn. Yeah, we're Ooh, at... it, felt like we just talk, it felt like we just talked for, like, 40 minutes. Bro, I'm telling you. We were having, we were having a good time, man. That's, that's, that's why it's this good shit's flow, beautiful. Good flow. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my last question, and then I'll give you, you know, the space to just do whatever shout outs and whatever you want to plug, just promos, links and stuff is, uh, why uh-huh. Mega Man? And are you worried that there's going to well, be some kind of copyright or trademark shit later down the line with that? <laughs> or, uh, I'm already working on my trademark of doing the Mega Man's podcast. So it's my podcast and, uh, that's in the works, uh, with a lot of people who ha- I seen a lot of people who have Mega Man's podcast. And the last person who stopped that Mega Man's podcast, but it was like for video game, was in 2015. So to me, I'm more recent, but I'm more up to date and everything. But yeah, I'm going to be doing a copyright, but I haven't got anything about you can't be putting that name out there or this or whatsoever. But, uh, you know, it's I know it's like this Mega Man is my favorite video game and I love Mega Man. So, you know, to me. It, I don't really don't care what people say. You know, people tell me every day to change your podcast name. Why Mega Man? Well, like I said, that's my favorite video game. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, people always tell me to change Sneaky, but it's like, that's just who I am now, bro. Get over it. Sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, man. We'll plug whatever you want to plug. It's been fucking awesome talking to you, dude. And uh, I hope that when this is over we could have an in-studio conversation or even you know um in the next coming weeks man if, if you're feeling healthy and i'm feeling healthy and you're down to risk it you know fucking, i'm down yeah we would just, i'm ready we'll do some in-person shit you know yeah i just want to say at all the podcasts i've done i have to say this episode that you and i done ran was very smooth oh well, thank you it was very it was very smooth very like chill you know, because I guess in a way, when you and I were podcasters, we already know we already know the format and how it's going to be. 
And I just want to say thank you. And it, it was an honor for me to come on the Recognize and the Respect podcast, Ryan. I really appreciate it. This was really, really a fun episode. And I just want to give a shout out to all the Latino podcasts out there who are making a difference. Um, there's just a whole bunch where I can't mention them. You know, I would mention, but if I'm going to mention, then I have to mention a whole bunch of epi- uh, podcasters. But I just want to say nothing but love to to all of them. And uh, I just want to give a shout out to my boys, uh, you know, Gavin, Alex, you know, my son, Emiliano, my daughter, my daughter, Luna, daddy loves you. Um, you can follow me on uh, the, at, you know, the Mega Man's podcast on it, on my Instagram, my personal page at Mega Man 6980. Um, other than that, you know, I'm just going to be working. Um, I have some people lined up, you know, like I said, the adjustment with the Skype and the whole Zoom thing, that's going to be in the works. But I think my next episode is probably going to be Crystal and Olivia of a badass podcast, uh, Flank Blanco, the co-host of the No Father, No Problem. And we'll do a couple solo ones here and there. And I got some people lined up, but uh, I, that's about it. We're just gonna we're just gonna go with, we're just gonna go with each episode like it's my fucking last. And uh, I just want to say, Ryan, thank you for having me on. Hey man, uh, it was a pleasure. Uh, thank you for the compliment. You've been a great guest as well. Um, I think. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. One of the one of the reasons why these things will run off on time is because you know if you set someone up and they know how. Like and they know how to speak, they they can go, you know, and like it's interesting and like you said, it flows and 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 just to wrap it up on this, you know, a lot of people were saying why do you do podcasts and it help you through all these different types of depression and you know these 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 uh these you know these ailments that you had, right? But also um, mm-hmm. it's a skill, you know, it's like a mental, yeah. it's like a form of martial arts, but for your mind, you know, like to be quick thinking and not have and be able to have words come up. And, you know, I have people that are like, they say like, 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 or they're like, uh, uh, they just really short answers, you know? And so it's definitely yeah. a skill that you've, you've definitely have put time into and have, have a good, yeah. a good mastery of. And as I have as well, and that's why this shit was just. It was beautiful, you know. It yeah, was beautiful, bro. And I'm and I'm and I'm and I'm still working on my weaknesses. Like you don't, I don't. I didn't tell this before we log off. Uh, I have an, an I have another binder, and every time I do an episode, I make a list and I put I put the title of my weaknesses, and I have a list of stuff what I'm doing wrong. If I'm over anxious, over talking, um, I I can't be I can't be drinking too much or this whatever. <laughs> uh, when you have certain guests on. You have different personalities and stuff like that. What's going to happen with a lot of things? Like, let's say, for example, you uh, you have a guest on, and you have all these questions, and your 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 guest goes through the questions in ten minutes, and your podcast is an hour and thirty minutes. What are you going to do? That shit what are you going to do to when, before that shit is happening to me? And yeah, I was like, uh... that happened to me about like ten or 10, 10 or eleven times, and I'm like, oh shit. And it came out really good because a lot of people think like, oh, my gosh, I don't quick, want to repeat, quick, repeat the quick. same question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, just yeah. trying to be quick. Like your, your, your mind is just like, all right, where, where do I go with yeah. this? It's like, you got to be like this. Yeah. And, uh, and, every, and ever since then, uh, you know, doing the podcast, you know, when you have a guest on, the guest canceled and you have a plan B, you have a plan C, you have a plan D, you know, and, and that comes with experience. And that's where you're going to grow up on the podcast, you know, because you've been through situations and you know what to do. Hey, I've been through this stuff. Now I already know what to do when I have 
a situation like this like now you know yeah and then sometimes uh you just have to cut the episode short you know you're just like this is not going, <laughs> this is not going anywhere no 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 the episode will be short if the guy does the you have to push people to talk if they don't want to talk your episode's going to be about 30 to 40 minutes yeah, yeah that's yeah. where listeners be like hey what the fuck happened why is the episode short and that's where people would be like you had a sucky guest, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, it was awesome talking to you. Um, Thank you. We, we are going to put this up on the YouTube and all the podcast app, iTunes, Spotify, and uh, you're going to send me whatever links you want to be put in the description. Yeah. I'll link up all your episodes. And, uh, dude, go check out the Mega Man podcast. It's been a journey. And until next time, brother, peace out. All right. Thank you, guys. Later, guys. Love you, guys. Late. Mwah. Yo, let's talk about recognition and respect while I feast. The label's picking up the check, then I leave to catch my scent.